Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Which real estate trends are set to shape the next 12 months? PGM Real Estate is the global investment management business of Prudential Financial. And they published a report that sets out nine trends that are expected to be among the most important in shaping the investment outlook in 2022 and beyond. We're going to take a look at the highlights today. The report says that while the overall backdrop for real estate markets in 2022 is one of transition to a new phase of recovery and expansion that the pandemic is still far from over and that concerns about higher inflation and rising market interest rates persist. City office, apartment and retail markets that suffered during the pandemic are expected to come back into favour and capital is increasingly finding its way into higher returning operational assets where returns are linked to long-term trends like the ageing population and environmental sustainability and digital transformation. So what are some of the other leading indicators pointing to? We're going to find out with Bennett Tessera, Head of Asia-Pacific PGM Real Estate. Good morning, Bennett. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. So PGM has written that recovery seen in the second half of 2021 is set to turn into a full-blown expansionary phase this year. What is driving your expectations for such a strong year for real estate? Well, the recovery in 2021 was strong, although that was somewhat muted by Delta and Omicron, which delayed reopening or you know, caused some steps back to lockdown and restrictions. So on a positive note, that has pushed some of the recovery growth into 2022 and you know, resulting in much more even growth momentum. And so we're expecting strong growth globally in 2022. From the Asia perspective, we are seeing economic growth momentum carrying on into 2022 for most economies, with the exception being China and Hong Kong due to the continued restrictions that they have. And so GDP forecasts across the region are pretty strong. Key drivers for this are really the robust exports that we're seeing on the back of global recovery and you know, improving demand on the back of strong consumption regionally and globally. So the resuming corporate confidence is also leading to expansion in investment. And so all that adds to the growth that we see also in real estate. What are the projections in terms of demand for real estate? And do you expect occupier markets to make up lost ground during the pandemic? Yes, we do. Real estate demand is definitely growing uh, with a robust pickup in investment activity in 2021. And this mirrors our experience too, where we had one of our highest transaction volumes globally and in Asia for real estate. Logistic is one of the most favoured sectors. We were strong throughout the pandemic on the back of accelerated e-commerce. I think that's something, you know, it's very familiar theme. But interestingly, office is progressively becoming more interesting with the reopening and recovery momentum. Uh, despite all the talk about work from home, that continues to be a sector that's very much in favour and recovering in interest, but certainly much more selective in terms of interests, you know, much more skewed towards grade A assets or assets that are well located, which will be resilient, you know, throughout this change in, I guess, how people work. In general, the reopening you know, theme will be a broad one across 2022. So broadly, how are your expectations for recovery different from what you were seeing in the second half of 2021? Yeah, so 2021 was really a year of bouncing back, you know, from, I guess, a weak 2020, you know, because of the pandemic. 
so growth statistics were strong, but you know, really coming from a low base. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, the recovery was muted by you know onset of COVID variants, the Delta and Omicron, and also impacted by the pace of vaccinations, which was uneven uh, across the globe. We expect 2022 to be a much a year of continued growth. It's a much clearer signs that we are on our way out of the pandemic. You know, vaccination levels have been strong. You know, and reopening and recovery momentum seems to be playing out. We will see GDP levels, you know, like me in many countries, are past pre-pandemic levels. Um, and of course, you know, much more normalized growth drivers from, you know, consumer to corporate. We're seeing fallout from deepening conflict in Ukraine, um, supercharging demand, at least for the U.S. dollar uh, versus pretty much every other asset class across the globe and safe havens like treasury debt and gold rising, oil, other key commodities spiking as well. What do you think the conflict in Ukraine could mean for global real estate in 2022? I mean, to be honest, this is something that is still yet to play out in terms of what the impact will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly it's caused market volatility, heightened, heightened concerns about inflation, you know, particularly because of all price rises, and the risk that you know, that inflation may spur central banks to tighten. On the other hand, there's also expectations that because of this conflict, you know, the U.S. Fed may actually delay some of its hikes that the market expected. So there's really mixed views on how this will impact uh, the global real estate market. But for now, it's not impacting the overall optimistic take on global real estate in this report. No, I wouldn't say so. All right. Let's look at differences across sectors when we talk about recovery. Uh, Where is demand improving and where is it subdued? Well, the demand, as I mentioned, logistics continues to be strong. Uh, Really, there's been that structural shift that we think will continue to play out. Certainly, there's an impact of an accelerated shift that caused a spike in demand, you know, both in terms of occupied demand as well as investment interest. Mm-hmm. And that may ease in time, but certainly that's a long-term trend that we continue to see playing out. The office sector, as I mentioned, is seeing a recovery in interest, and that is something that we expect to be quite a strong indicator this year. And interestingly, as mentioned in our report, you know, we think retail is coming back into fashion to some extent, you know, certainly through the pandemic, a lot of retailers have learned to adjust their business models to be much more, I guess, effective in omni-channel retailing and, you know, much more experiential. So this is something that we see, you know, continuing to support uh, retail demand. And, you know, interestingly, through the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, certain segments of the retail sector, for example, suburban, you know, grocery anchored neighborhood retail Mm. have been quite resilient. And and I think the market has spotted that as uh, making it an interesting investment opportunity. So retail investment activity is set to increase, according to your report. Um, in terms of demand, your report also says, interestingly, that CBD and cities are making a comeback. I wonder if you can share a little more there. Yeah, so there was uh, you know, a lot of, I guess, talk of thinking at the onset of the pandemic that you know, CBDs might no longer be of interest because of the high density of, uh, I guess, you know, population and hence, you know, pandemic risk. Mm-hmm. And that certainly, you know, was the case for quite some time as everyone dispersed from the cities to avoid that intensity of contact that could increase the risk of catching the virus. But as time goes on, I think most companies realize and even a lot of, you know, executives realize that there is tremendous benefit in being together. Maybe not in the same way as it was that you had to be together all the time, but certainly tremendous benefit in being together and also being you know, not just together with your colleagues, but also in a place where you can meet other business associates, uh, network, etc. And so we do see the CBDs being a beneficiary of this mm. because of 
the kind of ecosystem they create of many companies being together, you know, providing the ability to network. And of course, the CBD as well, plan from a point of view of, you know, transport linkages, amenities, and that will certainly make it much more attractive. So we see much less of people moving to the suburbs to work, right? I mean, they may move to the suburbs to work from home, but the CBDs will continue to be important business centers where, you know, corporates will want to have their offices. So they may use office space, but the CBDs will continue to be where they would like to be located in preference. Right. And so there could be good news as well for the apartments that are located in these parts of cities in the central areas then. Absolutely. I mean, there's much more theme in real estate and also the planning approach from many city authorities to have much more of a 24-hour CBD, so much more of a work, live and play. And so to provide a CBD as well and monetize in terms of different users, different experiences, you know, I think that will make the CBD continue to be attractive. If we take a look at global deals, are, are we seeing a push for larger deals growing? Well, there's generally been you know, a strong recovery in transaction volumes. Um, you know, again, 2020 was a relatively weak year, but 2021 was strong and um, you know, transaction volumes were even higher than 2019. And even for our business, you know, it was one of our record years from a transaction volume point of view, both globally and, and in Asia. So that push is largely on the back of you know, certainly a better outlook to economic recovery but also a lot of liquidity being available and certainly increased shift in liquidity to real estate because, you know, it's seen as a real asset and, you know, relative to other asset classes has performed fairly well. So that liquidity, you know, is driving uh, global transaction volumes and will, you know, result in, I guess, investors or investment managers like us, you know, trying to seek larger deals in order to deploy capital more effectively. All right. In terms of debt supply, one of the highlights of your report is where debt supply is shifting. What is the impact of stricter banking regulations on the commercial real estate lending market? This has been a trend, I guess, for, for a number of years now, even mm. pre-pandemic. And, uh, you know, it, it has made it quite interesting for uh, non-bank lenders to plug the gap. You know, certainly in types of deals that, you know, I mean, banks would favor, I guess, the more core and low-risk deals. But certainly when it comes to you know, high leverage or even development financing, in a number of markets, this is more difficult to get. And so um, in Australia in particular, where we are quite active on the debt front, you know, we, we have seen this as a really good opportunity for us to participate in that market. PGM Real Estate is one of the largest non-bank lenders globally, and certainly the largest in the U.S., and very active lending activity in Europe. And, you know, more at the exemption stage in Asia with a strong focus in Japan and Australia. So, you know, we've seen this opportunity in Australia for us to invest across the spectrum um, from, you know, sort of core debt, but, you know, continuing mortgages to much more value added. So these are, you know, stretched senior loans or mezzanine financing and, you know, growing opportunity for that because of the tightening banking regulations. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Bennett Desera is head of Asia Pacific for PGM Real Estate. We've been taking a closer look at their report on real estate trends set to shape the next 12 months. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.